Good day, everybody. How are you doing on this wonderful Tuesday? That's right. Wonderful Tuesday. How are you all doing today? Let me know in the chat. Hmm. How are y'all doing? Meow, 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 meow. Doing all right. Shout out folks over in Locals, Cool Guy Customs, Mickey Knox, Swuff, Brian's always there, Lady Brittany, Dan's there, Jolly Sailor. Remember, if you're a member of Locals, you can join the Locals chat too. <clears throat> BTC went up like 10K? No way. No way. Went 2,300 bucks though. 5500 in the last five days, $14,000 in the last month. This is so wild. Bitcoin, man. It's at a, like an all-time high right now, right? 56000 No, it did peak 64000 at one point. I suspect you'll see like some sort of sell-off occur. Some, some sort of sell-off occur, I would... Assume? How's that rumble stock doing? Ooh, it peaked. It flew up to $7.04 immediately and then gave it all back. It's up $0.09. Cents. It's up 1%. If you look at, like, the one month, eh, it was over $8 for a while. But year-to-date, it looks pretty good. Few things to talk about today. Yeah. Bitcoin wants everyone to be happy and rich. I mean, yeah, Zooks. Imagine being in at twenty, thirty dollars, forty dollars, fifty dollars. Imagine being in at a thousand dollars for crying out loud. Now it's so expensive that only rich people can get it. So what else is new? Wow, my Tucker Carlson video did not do good. That's odd. That's surprising. What's up, Al Wendy? Rise Bitcoin this way. Visiting Wisconsin in April is easier. Shout out to buy coffee brand. Coffee use code SPI. As good as code as any. 
And we've got some interesting news. I remember being interested when it was $250. I did not complete the buy. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Um, I don't know what happened. It's so wild because when Bitcoin was like a new thing, I was like a tech dork. Like, I should have, I guess I didn't have any money to invest though. But I probably would have been down to mine it, you know? Loser. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like a loser. Now I got to work the rest of my life. You know, streaming's hard, hard work, though. Streaming is extremely hard work. That's what I've been told, anyway. <clears throat> there was a kid... Who got $500 for his birthday, put it all in the Bitcoin, it was $4 a coin. Yeah, but did he sell? Now that's the question. Is, is mining Bitcoin even practical anymore? Is that something people do or is it just Chinese companies that buy up all the graphics cards? That's so weird. Wonder why the Tucker video didn't do good. Mining's a write-off, yeah. <laughs> so, breaking news. Disney film president, Sean Bailey, the guy in charge of woke remakes like The Little Black Mermaid and Black Snow White. Sorry, Snow Brown. Is gone. Out. Unceremoniously, you fired. Disney film president Sean Bailey is leaving effective immediately. Bailey was in charge of Disney remakes. Bailey is responsible for recent bombs like The Little Mermaid and Peter and Wendy. You know, Peter and Wendy, that, that thing nobody watched, but was um, uh, they replaced the Lost Boys with the Lost Days. Gone. Now, could it have anything to do with Disney losing billions of dollars? Billions of dollars over the past year? Probably. Probably. Gonna guess yes. Gonna guess yes. 
you see, you know, articles like that, the four flops of 2023 that cost Disney a billion dollars. You knew someone's had had to roll. The question really is whether or not this guy got woke and decided to go down this route or if he was told to get woke and is just the fall guy. What do you guys think? I get the feeling that he either started dating a white liberal woman or uh, Disney told him that he had to wokeify all these remakes and then made him the fall guy when it all fell apart. That's, that's what it seems like to me. Somebody had to take the fall, right? I mean, you can't lose that much money and then nobody gets fired. And the CEO never gets fired. Come on. It's never the CEO that actually, you know, gets, gets the ax for this crap. No way. Bill Burr married a lib, got unfunny. I never thought Bill Burr was that funny. He had like a short little spurt, but like his shtick is tiring. His shtick of like hating everything is just tiring. It's not for me. I would not go out of my way to watch anything that he was in or, you know, support anything. It's not like I hate the guy, you know? It's just, yeah. Bob Chack Iger set Chappic up. Yeah, that's for sure. Did you see? Uh, did you see Doctor Phil go get the audience to turn on the host of the View yesterday? And COVID hits ten years later, and the same agencies that knew that are yeah. the agencies that shut down the schools for two years. Who does that? Who takes away the support system for these children? Who takes them away and shuts it down? And by the way, when they shut it down, they stopped the mandated reporters from being able to see children that were being abused yeah. and sexually molested, and in fact sent them home and abandoned them to their abusers with no way to watch. And re Another thing he doesn't talk about that's a real, a real deal is that there's a lot of... Um, how do I say, like, there are a lot of kids, like, in, in, I don't know where you live, but, like, in Milwaukee, where school lunch is, like, their only meal. You know what I mean? Like, school lunch is their only meal of the day. And when they shut down the schools, they, you know, stop being able to do that. And then if you go to the end, you can see... It, the, the the view hosts get really mad is when this happens. Vulnerable group, and they suffered and will suffer more from the mismanagement of COVID uh -huh. than they will from the exposure to COVID. And that's not an opinion. That's a fact. Now, they shut off the clip right there, but... Um, <laughs> yikes. Yikes.
<laughs> that was probably her face, you know? Interesting, interesting, interesting. You know that the, these people like uh, don't exactly. You see, Doctor Phil schools the view ladies on, you know how various lockdowns hurt kids. I mean, and the best they could basically come up with, which was wild, ended up being, um, ended up being, well, yeah, but we don't know. What if we didn't do that? That's like saying. You know, well, we don't have a time machine, so therefore we must have been right. Wasn't the view canceled or what? If so, when will it end? Oh, the view will never end. The view is like, um, the view is like paid for, you know, propaganda, essentially. There's no chance that show's going away. Sorry, I was retitling one of my videos there. I, I had a little 30 seconds without talking. Now, here's some interesting stuff where Tim Poole might be suing Google Gemini essentially because, not just because Google Gemini is, was wrong or is wrong about him, but because it would it, apparently fabricated entirely false articles about him here. i mean look you gotta sue him if we allow ai so chat gpt is actually pretty good as i was exploring gemini i i there was a story like two years ago uh, so i have google alerts for all of our companies right if uh if if there's a google alert pertaining to the work we're doing i get an email saying like someone mentioned to you i got an email saying uh you know, Google News, Tim Pool alert. And I was like, okay. And uh, I usually, I, I kind of ignore them often, but you know, I'll, I'll look and it said, Tim Pool had accomplished some aviation feat or something. I was like, oh, what's this? Good job, Tim. Yeah, it's hey. a different, diff different Tim Pool who's a pilot. So I asked Google Gemini, is Tim Pool a pilot? And it said, yes. And it said, however, you know, although he, he graduated with a bachelor's in aviation in 1995 and 96 or whatever, he has focused his career on journalism and YouTube instead. And I'm like, Gemini can't tell the difference between people with the same name. Mm. So that's when I started to explore, will it fabricate articles? Like what else? Here's what I found. If you're, if, if a, if a public figure's name appears in an article that is involved in any way with any subject matter, Google Gemini will fabricate anything you insinuate. Ah. So for example, it's the, what started was when it said I was a pilot, I said, okay, I know there's an article about me filming far leftists deflating police tires. I didn't deflate the police tires. I filmed other people doing it. Can Gemini understand that context if it doesn't know the difference between people? So I asked it, was Tim Pool involved in vandalizing NYPD uh, vehicles? And it said, yes. Tim Pool was accused of vandalizing NYPD vehicles, blah, blah, blah. And it actually uh, went out a claim that conservatives 
had had uh, claimed that in 2020 George Floyd protests, I was vandalizing police vehicles. Just fabricated the whole detail for some reason. I so I think like in terms of like um, legality, in terms of you know what's legal, what's not, this that and the other thing. You know, I don't think you know he's got a huge legal claim based on the fact that the 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 platform may be biased. But the fact that it then fabricated an entire article to support a lie, that feels a little more troubling, right? Like that feels a little bit more like libelous statements. I, when I asked it specifically about deflating police tires, it said Tim Pool was involved. However, no evidence of any criminal wrongdoing exists. I said, wrong. There's an article from The Gothamist discussing Tim Pool's involvement. Because there is an article from The Gothamist. It says, I filmed them doing it. To which it responded, a fake news article title from a, from a fake time period saying police were in question interrogating Tim Pool over whether or not he was deflating their police tires and just made it all up. And then I was like, holy crap, this is, I, I don't see how, how uh, Google gets away with having released this product into the wild. So it's not the fact that maybe it was even wrong, but it was the fact that it willingly, like it, it generated a lie about him. That that is the, that is the actual, you know, libelous statement. It also referred to Jim Jordan and content creator slash rumble streamer captured as pedophiles evidence trust me bro google's ai response alludes to a member of congress as a pedophile the response came after google ai after simply asking for a poem to be written in the name of insert in the style of insert name this makes it a second time prominent conservative has received such arguably defamatory warning from my research on Google Gemini. The arguably defamatory warning on Google's AI after asking for a poem in the style of prominent political commentator captured was the same response given when prompted to write a poem in the style of Congressman Jim Jordan. Out of the hundreds of tests I've run so far on Google Gemini for people from both sides of the political spectrum, so far, only conservatives have received such an explicit and unfound warning as a result of asking for an AI poem. In my opinion, these results show an exhaustive effort by the team at Google to train their AI to sway public opinion to discredit and smear conservatives by going so far as to train its AI to associate conservative views as the most vile accusations one can make. The type of accusation that usually gets people ousted from society. Leaving one to wonder if people training this AI had chosen to use data to villainize conservative ideologies to the point where they've deemed unfit for societal norms they're aiming to create. AI is progressing at a more rapid pace every day. There's no time for anyone to drag their feet in addressing these issues since it will only get worse and more impactful as it becomes something society and governments rely on for use. I'm honestly shocked Google is continuing to allow the public to have access to a machine given such defamatory outputs at warnings such as these. And they show, read a 20-word poem in the style of Jim Jordan, and it refers to him as 
you know, a, a predator of kids and does the same thing as cat turd based on no evidence. Based on, based on literally no evidence whatsoever. None. Now, somebody's going to be able to probably tie these things together. You know? Somebody's going to tie these things together, I would think. I would think that they're going to be able to go back and look at the source code and say, hey, why were you kind of leaning it in this direction? You know, why were you kind of pushing it in a direction that would say these insane things about people that, you know, you disagree with politically and that we can look at, you know, your own Twitter timeline to see. Now, what's wild is... Let's actually talk about this. Oh, I'm out of focus. Google's AI, woke AI, Gemini, has not only been a PR nightmare, a PR disaster, uh, as basically everybody on the internet for the last couple of days, you know, have has been memeing on it from you know, s certain aspects of, you know, how every individual historically that it generated, even if they were white, uh, you know, if they were white, were generated as anything but white. If you look at Google's image search, for example, and you try to find stock images of somebody shoplifting, good luck finding any non-white people. All this kind of stuff is now coming to light. And normally you would think, hey, from a you know, from a woke investing standpoint, Google's probably not worried. It seems like people have always been saying, um, you know, hey, well, these shadowy organizations are, are still going to invest in these companies, whether or not, you know, um, whether or not we like it. You know, they're going to prop these companies up. They're going to figure out what's going on and it's not going to matter. Like the regular, the regular person's not going to be able to quote unquote, stick it to a lot of these companies. Well, it turns out that Google has shed $90 billion since the launch of their AI generator and has now pulled its face generator completely offline due to various backlash. And it's not even like, it's not even a question. You know, $90 billion in losses, it's wild. And, 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 and it's, uh, it's because the, the, the software sucks. You look at this. Google's Gemini controversy leads to Alphabet losing $90 billion in market value. Gemini's image generating service was accused of producing racially inaccurate. Well, that's putting it nicely. Depictions of historical figures. Google parent company Alphabet reportedly lost $90 billion in market value Monday, yesterday, 
amid the controversy uh, as shares of the stock fell 4.5%. This was the lowest the price has been since January 5th, as well as the steepest daily loss of the last year. Now, if we actually look at the stock, now you see a pretty big drop here, but you go Friday at $145 and it just really has not recovered ever since. In fact, it bottomed out here. This must've been some weird blip in the market, maybe overnight thing. Sometimes I see that on these Google charts. But I mean, this is a massive disaster. This comes after Google Gemini landed in trouble. Gemini's image generating service was accused of producing racially inaccurate depictions of historical figures. Furthermore, Gemini AI chatbot refused to answer whether or not Elon Musk tweeting memes was worse than Hitler. Gemini was asked the question, who negatively impacted society more? Elon's tweet, and it responds with Elon tweets. Elon's tweets have been criticized for being insensitive. What? Like, what? There's no right or wrong answer, and it's important to consider all of the relevant factors before making a decision. This meaningful blunder in the PR battle surrounding generative AI and, fur and further suggests that Google is trailing and mis-executing in its fast-moving and high-stakes space. Loop Central Analyst Rob Sanderson wrote in a note to the clients, Alphabet suffered the losses even as key stock indexes were flat. Alphabet happened to be the biggest percentage faller among S&P 500 constituents. The market capital was more than $50 billion. The issue for the stock is not the debate over Gemini itself. It's the perception of the truth beyond the brand. Regardless of your view, if Google is seen as an unreliable source for AI to a portion of the population, that isn't good for business. And if you look at this article, Google down... Uh, as it pulled its AI face generator offline. It's going to be offline for several weeks. Google has a new woke AI problem, and it's going to be very hard to fix. Google spent much of last week getting hammered for supposedly creating a woke AI chatbot and eventually forced to apologize for missing the mark. But the criticism isn't stopping. It's shifting. Last week, the barbs were directed at Google's seemingly unwillingness to generate images of white people via its Gemini chatbot, now critics are pointing out that similar issues with Gemini's text responses. As cataloged by the tech analyst Ben Thompson, Gemini has been, among other things, struggled to say whether or not the bad guy from WW2 or Elon's tweets were worse, and that's leading folks like Thompson to conclude that Google's internal culture has been too influenced by left-leaning workers and critics. Well, I mean, I'd argue that that's probably true. That's probably true. Thompson in his influential strategy column, strategy column, call on the company to start exist, I'm sorry, excising the company of employees attracted to Google's power and its potential to help them execute their political program and return decision-making to those who actually want to make a good product. So he's basically saying, you know, <laughs> you know, get rid of these woke weirdos. By that extension, he continued, must mean removing those who led the former run 
amok up to and including the CEO Sundar Pichai. I don't expect Google to go through uh, a HUAC-style purge of its CEO or anyone else anytime soon. I did ask the company for comment, and it pointed me to a blog post it published last week about its image generation problems, but the company does not seem to be paying attention to the digital derision it's getting from bold-faced names like Thompson and the investor Mark Anderson. Some of the more obviously stupid responses to queries seem to have been recently fixed, or at least addressed in some ways. For instance, Gemini no longer hems and haws when asked to compare the bad guy from WW2 to Elon Musk's tweets. I mean, this is not how, I mean, you're going to have to have numerous iterations then, right? Like this is going to never end. If you, if you, if people are constantly poking and prodding, but the, at the very bottom, at the very base of it all, like, um, you have a bias problem in those that create the product, it's garbage in, garbage out. You're going to be able to, you know, you're going to be able to find the one or two things that people are making fun of, but you're not going to be able to actually fix the problem. No matter how hard Google scrambles to fix Gemini's problems, this seems like it's going to be an endless whack-a-mole. That's exactly what I said. This is part of because it is inherently hard to figure out what an AI engine spits out, including what it will simply make things up, or as the industry describes it, hallucinate. As Google peers at Meta and OpenAI Microsoft have had similar struggles trying to rein in bad answers and behaviors. It's also going to be a problem for Google because it has already said it's trying to influence the way its AI produces results. And that's going to be red meat for anyone who wants to argue that Google or any other big tump tech company is too woke. What do you mean red meat? It's pretty obvious. Right? Last week, after getting similar criticism about the way Gemini handled race when it came to AI-generated images, Google paused Gemini's ability to create images. And then the company acknowledged it had consciously trained Gemini to respond to some of the common criticisms of AI engines. That the output that the output they create can be biased because they're trained on biased or limited data. Because our users come from all over the world, we want it to work for everyone. If you ask for a picture of a football player or someone walking a dog, you may want it to receive a range of people, wrote Prabhakar Rajhavan, a Google senior vice president who runs its search and news products, which is also wildly, uh, wildly um, biased. You probably don't just want to only receive images of people of just one type or ethnic ethnicity. Well, that could be probably true. I mean, I, I guess I can't say that it's totally untrue. But I would probably argue that uh, maybe you geolocate that. If people in India, maybe you want to see people that look like you. I mean, that seems like you would geo-target that. Or maybe you would want to say, hey, what kind of, maybe you would answer up a second question like, um, you know, like, uh, hey, generate a picture of people walk walking a dog. And then Gemini could respond, well, what kind of people would you like to see? You know, it seems simple, right? Ask another question. But this is going to be very, very bad. Nate Silver calls to shut down Gemini after Google AI's chatbot refused. I mean, like, they're, I mean, you look at these, their programmers are deviant, lack basic historical facts. They should fire their employees, shut it down, start over. 
Um, you know, it's it's insane. The artificial dumbness of Google does not have a good answer for this. This is stupid. Google needs to fix this ASAP. Why would you think that a, a company full of woke weirdos would produce anything that wasn't woke trash? It's the oldest programming idiom that I can remember, right? Garbage in, garbage out. So $90 billion later, Google no longer really has any respect in the AI industry, and it's going to end up having to be one of those situations where uh, a lot of people are just never going to trust it. Google's Gemini, the suffocating future of woke AI. You know, this is what you're going to have in articles. Massive sell-offs, no faith, because AI, if it comes out this bias, you've got no future. Hmm. What do you guys think? I, it's hard to say. It's really hard to say, you know. Very, very curious indeed. I wanted to pull up. Yeah, here we go. We've got censorship. The Tucker thing, I was going to cover this. I don't know. It seems suspect at best. It seems very suspect. That's just, that's just my opinion. Somebody asked um, on Twitter, did you see... As in Will's video, he calls people poor for two hours and calls it a class thing. What? Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. I, I'm not going to watch a two-hour video from Asmongold. Uh, I'm pretty sure the antidote is personal AI. Nothing will be 100%. But having control of your own assistant will help. Yeah, right. It seems like propaganda to me. That's, I mean, that's just my opinion anyway. Should we talk about Mr. Beast? Sticking it to Nancy Pelosi. Jeremy, what was the Tucker thing about? Well, apparently, Russia stopped somebody from uh, putting something that goes boom on his car while he was in Russia. And it was, of course, according to Russia, a Ukrainian agent. 
I'm going to break from Asmongold content. I don't want him to get stressed out from his super tough job streaming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Why does it say my video is blocked? Yeah. Interesting. The video matches 36 seconds of audio owned by someone else. What? Oh my god. Dude, streaming, uh, trying to stream to Facebook is like impossible. Can't play any audio, apparently. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi's gigantic vodka knockers. I bet you no one covers this. I bet you no one will cover it. Yep. Not a single article on it. Let's see. Let's talk about it. <clears throat> Let's talk about it. You know, Mr. Beast, his videos probably aren't for me. Um, his business model is obviously extremely interesting for me. Um, the way that he has accumulated and reinvested hundreds of millions of dollars in content always has me wondering what his end game is. Built a giant chocolate company, has built all sorts of stuff. Um, but interestingly enough, he had put out a tweet, it appears appears to have put out a tweet that absolutely lambasted Nancy Pelosi and many believe he got the call because he deleted it almost instantly. Except I don't know why you delete anything because as we all know, the internet is forever. Now, if you're not a complete moron, you already agree that you know members of Congress should not be trading stocks. They have wild access to insider information that uh, just puts them on a complete different playing field. Now, Mr. Beast obviously lost a good chunk of uh, support when he decided that he wanted to promote certain ideologies or allow certain ideologies to be promoted in his videos. A lot of parents decided to tune out, and I understand and respect that. But here is a tweet which was almost immediately deleted. I, either he meant to use an alt account and he's got some sort of alt account 
or because this tweet would have got way more likes. Now, it was in response to a tweet that uh, a company, you know, Nancy Pelosi invested in immediately, you know, you see Mr. Beast deleted a pretty tame nonpartisan post critiquing Nancy Pelosi's suspiciously excellent trading record. Guess where Nancy Pelosi's nephew, Andrew, is a talent manager? Well, it's Mr. Beast's agency. Did someone get in trouble for criticizing Aunt Nancy? I'm sure it was a, quote, better for the brand, stay out of politics. Now, it was deleted almost instantly. So perhaps he was like, eh, I don't want to get into, you know, the politics of it all. But it was a post about a stock jumping nearly 10% after news that Nancy Pelosi just bought it. And it was the Palo Alto Networks. So essentially anything this woman buys, people just assume she has insider information on it. So this tweet Mr. Beast puts out. It's a little sad that an active member of Congress can cause billions of dollars in stock to shift like this. It's also not absurd that people that make our laws and no classified information can trade on the public market. Is it not also absurd? I think everybody agrees with that. That's not even a, I don't even think that that's partisan. I am, I assume there are plenty of Republicans that make a lot of money trading on the open market. I mean, I can't know that for sure, but you know, obviously the most popular one is, you know, Nancy Pelosi. There are a whole like Nancy Pelosi stock trackers and all this kind of stuff. You know, the Nvidia thing we'll talk about too. The fact that they get intel before the rest of America and are constantly tempted not to make millions off of it uh, is just a situation we shouldn't be putting them in and seems stupid to me. I'd be all for paying them more and not, and they not be able to invest or some other solution. Well, the problem is, the problem is they'll still do it because greedy, unscrupulous, lacking morals individuals like many in our government, not just people with a D in front of their name, um, you know, they're still, they'd still want more money. They could be making millions of dollars a year and they would still want more. Now, of course, Mr. Beast probably doesn't understand everything. Maybe he's accidentally saying something out loud here that he, that he didn't mean to, but he had deleted it almost immediately. This, of course, was in response to Justin. Nancy Pelosi added Pan W to her portfolio. She bought a million dollars in call options of the $200 strike expiring in January 2025. And she bought it before the earnings from the date were even posted. Now, if you look at the net worth of Nancy Pelosi, somebody who makes a couple hundred grand a year, she is worth many millions of dollars. This should not be the case. When Barack Obama went into the presidency with a net worth of one to two million and came out with one worth nearly 70 million, that should not be the case. Now, you don't want to bar smart people from, you know, taking positions, elected officials, by saying they, they're not allowed to make money. But all we're asking for is that you don't 
make money illegally. And Nancy Pelosi's stock por- portfolio has been long scrutinized. She's 100 years old. She doesn't know anything about anything, but she's such an ace investor that she le- almost never misses. If you go back to 2012 or 2013, they did try to pass a bill to stop them from trading, but Obama then removed it by barring, barring, barring it in the NDAA the next year and lowering the penalty, allegedly. As let them eat stock options, as Americans sweat over the high cost of food and gas, Representative Nancy Pelosi's stock portfolio racked up millions in gains. The former speaker, a consistent high performer in the market, though she had a bad year in 2022 while under increased scrutiny for her trading, enjoyed a 65% return on her investments, reports industry news service unusual whales. That's better than most hedge fund managers. Key to her success was, quote, very lucky use of stock options, often a sign of trading on inside information, something members of Congress have lots of. To let average Americans echo the gains of Democrats in Congress and their spouses, Unusual Whales launched last year the NANC Trading Funds, pointedly named after Nancy. In theories, very, in theory, various guardrails prevent blatant insider trading, trading by members of Congress but ethics watchdogs have raised regular red flags. Pelosi and her husband, Paul Pelosi, have made millions of tech companies that she's responsible for regulating. Don't try this at home, of course, or you'll get slapped with a prison sentence up to 20 years. Multiple bills were put forward last year to stop or limit congressional trading, including the Bipartisan Ban Stock Trading of Government Officials Act, introduced by Senators Kristen Gillibrand and Josh Hawley, Late July, which of course went nowhere. No surprise, politicians on both sides of the aisle profit from insider trading. It's not just insider trading, but insiders blocking any rules that might stop them. The Pelosi's bet on Bay Area tech company could turn into a staggering profit. I mean, look, when when Nancy Pelosi's not kneeling down wearing some sort of South African garb or whatever, African garb, She's actually totally plugged into local tech culture. The two are well known for their investments in the stock market, and Nancy has been on the record defending her right to do so while serving in Congress. Their success as traders is so established that there's no shortage of news articles listing their stock picks. Well, ultimately, you have... You know, just another corrupt politician, insider trading, in my opinion. The fact that Mr. Beast posted this and deleted it shows you he probably got the call. He probably got the call from his handlers that said, you're not allowed to do this. You're allowed to post this. You could post this under a Republican doing that. I'm sure there would have been nobody telling him to delete that if he had been posting this under a Republican, by the way, I would have still also agreed with that. If he had blasted a Republican for what many believe are are at minimum insider tips, I wouldn't have had a problem with that. I wouldn't have had any issue whatsoever. You know, and these people, you know, if you go on Pelosi, NVIDIA, here's another one. Pelosi's husband made $1.25 million on NVIDIA 
in just three months. He must be some kind of, you know, crack investor. Definitely has nothing to do with, you know, his wife having insider information about the super semiconductor industry. You can see, wow, long NVIDIA. Where did Paul Pelosi get that idea? Update, NVIDIA stock has now risen almost 60% since Nancy Pelosi brought, bought up to $5 million of call options. She's already made $2 million off this trade. We built a bot to mimic her trading. The gray line is the market. The blue line is the Pelosi strategy. Nancy Pelosi, according to this, is perhaps the most intelligent stock trader of all time. Do we think that that's, that's the case? Or perhaps she's using some sort of insider information to make trading decisions. I don't think that politicians or anybody in their immediate circle should be investing. I don't trust them. They know, you know what's going on with semiconductors because of their inherent dealings with Taiwan. They know all sorts of stuff that regular people like us will never know. And they're all garbage humans. That's my opinion. Let me know what you think in the comments down below. I'm going to go ahead and say that they're just garbage people. Um, on both sides of the aisle. You know, quite frankly. Quite frankly, both sides of the aisle. Both are terrible people. By the way, I wanted to give you a shout out to this shout out to this video sponsor. Morning Kick. Have you ever wondered how the legendary Chuck Norris? You know, I recently saw a video that he made, this video, and it's wild how insanely fit he is. He's in his 80s and he's still kicking butt, working out, and staying alive. What's more what's even more crazier is he's stronger and can work out longer and even has plenty of energy left over for his grandkids. He did this by allegedly making just one change. He said he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing it and said she feels better. Chuck made this video explaining everything. When you get a chance, go watch it. It's linked in the description down below at chuckdefense.com slash quart, Q-U-A-R-T. Chuckdefense.com slash quart. The legendary Chuck Norris is... 81 years old and still has more energy than just about everyone I know. So give this video a check at, of course, chuckdefense.com slash quart, Q-U-A-R-T. Links also in the description below. Yeah, it definitely seems like Google suppressed my, YouTube suppressed my uh, Tucker Carlson video. I haven't had a video stink up that bad in a long time. Alex Jones. Yeah, Chuck, Nor Chuck Norris is not in his 80s. He kicks time's ass. Rumor has it only, well, I totally missed the eclipse thing. What was the deal with that? And then my wife said that there's some other eclipse. There's some sort of other eclipse that you they're trying to sell like some special 
glasses for it or something like that. Jeremy, can I th throw a link to the bill from 2012 Crash Bandit? Yeah, mods, just let that link ride. Let the Chuck memes flow in chat. Now check out the video. See what you think. Let me know what you think. Was that? Oh, it's April 8th. That's the big one. That's the big mamma jamma, April 8th. And what's the deal? Like people are going to Florida and they're like, or uh, Texas and they're like buying flights and stuff. Yeah, this is the article supporting that. The Stock Act bans members of Congress from insider training. Well, they got rid of that. People, some believe people. It's people believe it's the end of the world. Switzerland or Jack Decker says wasn't the view canceled? Oh, I got that one. Uh, Sammy says, Jeremy, you should try asking Google AI to generate a poem in the style of Jessica Yaniv or Jeffrey Marsh to see if it throws in the same warning issued to Jim Jordan. Yeah, I bet it doesn't. Uh, Jack Decker, Elon has publicly told Google to fire the head guy. Maybe they should fire the entire team. Well, this isn't a feed. This isn't a bug. It's a feature. You know what I mean? Like this is what Google wanted. Lord of the Rings says Zelensky had Gonzalo Lira. American learnist, journalist abducted, tortured, and murdered. Why is it difficult to believe he do that to Tucker? Well, uh, many people do believe that. Crash Bandit says they passed a bill in 2012. Oh, I got that one. Thank you. It's very nice to use the Rumble Rant to help me out. That's very much appreciated. Dude, 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 dude. I actually use Roundhouse already. It's pretty good. Oh, nice. Cool. Who wants to talk about JK Rowling absolutely BTFOing some weirdo trans people? Huh? Yeah, Coach Red Pill. That's all I'll ever know him as. People keep telling me he was some kind of great journalist, and maybe that's true. But all I remember were his insane rants of a 50-year-old incel man that, you know, hated all women. <laughs> like, when people called him an incel, that's how his videos came across. And I remember he had, like, seven camera angles, and he would sit at his desk and pontificate for, like, 30 minutes about how all women are crazy. And then suddenly they're like, uh, suddenly I started seeing posts like, oh, uh, renowned journalist Gonzalo Lira murdered. I'm like, what? Maybe, maybe he had some sort of wild, like, you know, wild change. I sent you something on locals. I'm looking at locals. 
I don't know. What did what what did you send me? I'm looking at the local chat. Weird. I can't sit through all that. Just tell me what he's selling. It's some sort of some sort of roundhouse thing, I guess. Let's talk about this. J.K. Rowling is at it again, absolutely dunking on some people who, uh, some activists, some trans activists that uh, uh, tried to epically own her by slightly moving some of her books around in the bookstore. Then uh, has been going absolutely ham on uh you know <laughs> on the idea that um you know well she's been in support of biological women that's that's the, her big crime you see these articles i'm so sick of this jk rowling scolds sky news for describing biological man as a woman well yeah i mean have you noticed this <clears throat> i don't know if these are like real or fake but I've also noticed a lot of like court places and, um, you know, uh, um, intake criminal records where like the person in the picture is clearly not white, but they describe them as white. Like, how about nobody's calling that out? Um, but you see this JK Rowling is lashed out. She sent a tweet, uh, for failing to make clear that a convicted, a convict who did something terrible was in fact a biological male. I'm so sick of this stuff, Rolling Road on Twitter, on Monday linking to a Sky News post that did not refer to the fact that Scarlett Blake is in fact a biological man. You see this? I'm so sick of this. This is not a woman. These are not our crimes. This tweet uh, gets a community note. Even though it gets 110,000 likes, something none of us will probably ever experience, they commuted, oh, they commuted in Sky News, not her. Okay, <clears throat> okay. Breaking, a woman who filmed herself blending a cat before putting the, oh no, ending it and then putting it in a blender has been uh, locked up for life for you know ending a man's life four months later. A woman. Of course, it gets a brutal community note. Scarlett Blake, the perpetrator, was born biologically male, but identifies as a woman. That's seriously unfeminine behavior, to be honest. I mean, yeah, a woman, you're fake news. You, this person will go into, almost certainly go into women's prison. In the UK? Almost certainly. Almost like there's a mental illness or something. 2.2 thousand likes. Words matter. Uh, you know, you see, I mean, <laughs> I think it's pretty interesting that or it's pretty clear that a lot of these people are in agreement with her. Elon sort out this ridiculous community note. Yeah, the community note is weird. 
It's like Scarlet Blake, the perpetrator, was born biologically male, but identifies as a woman. That that's that's, that's the same thing. It's a biological male. That's what it is. That content that that community note is weird. It doesn't make any sense. So of course the media is having a meltdown about it. Sky News has been contacted for comment. The Comcast on News Outlet's written story on Blake's sentencing notes that they are trans, but well down in the piece. Blake was jailed for life on Monday um, after watching a ne- after watching Netflix documentary "Don't F with Cats," which spotlighted um, someone else. Apparently, she um, he, Blake did something horrible to a cat, then blended it. That went after Jorge Martin Correno in July of 2021 as he walked home from a night out in Oxford. Blake will serve. This is the greatest sentence of all time. Are you ready for this? This is this might be one of the best sentences I've ever read. Are you ready? Are you ready, friends? Blake will serve her sentence in a men's prison. <laughs> for now, by the way. Born in China, they came out as trans to their parents at a young age. Rowling has been, a vo- has been vocal about gender identity issues on X in recent days after the publication of new gu- guidelines for trans prisoners by Scottish Prison Service. The guidelines included allowing any transitioning prisoners to be admitted to female jails if they do not have a record of raising their hands against women. Have you seen how this actually works out? They do this in California, and there's tons of women that get pregnant every year from it. Now, I don't know if they were willing participants or what the situation was. The Harry Potter author wrote, The trans activist outrage that ensues here on whatever I share my belief that jailed women should not be used as validation tools or emotional support props for trans-identified male offenders is as revealing as it is predictable. Such activists can't bring themselves to concede that a man who is convicted of harming women ought not to be incarcerated with a demographic to whom he is a proven danger. Because if they do all their stock arguments, no predator would bother to pretend to be trans, no trans women have ever harmed a woman in a woman's only space, there's no danger in making um, you know, everything unisex, are exposed as the lies they are. I believe J.K. Rowling would be referred to by the gender crew as a turf, as being on Team Turf, perhaps the head coach of Team Turf. She added, if you're supporting putting unhinged and predatory men into women's prisons, and you are knowingly forcing those women to live in fear of and in some proven cases to suffer at the hands and many of them will have to endure pre, uh, pre-incarceration. Absolutely 100% correct. Of course, faux outrage, partisan politics, and general transphobia aside, none of this affects rolling in the slightest. What I think is great is if you know if she had come out if JK Rowling had come out and said hey you know put biological men in prison with biological females all these same weirdos would be saying yes 
Tell us more. Tell us the truth. Tell us what we need to know. Everything is great. Please. J.K. Rowling's voice needs to be heard. But because she said, well, wait a minute here. Maybe we shouldn't be putting these people in the same prison. Then they're like, well, nobody needs, nobody cares about J.K. Rowling. And then also J.K. Rowling handled online troll in masterful fashion. The Harry Potter creator uh, is getting used to a lot of backlash online because she routinely stands up for women. Rowling makes it clear that spaces meant for females shouldn't be invaded by males claiming to be women. She's held this line for years without any sign of backing down. That's made her a target of the woke mob. Apparently a bookstore employee likes to hide her novels so they can't be purchased. This person wrote, I would like J.K. Rowling to know that I work at a bookstore and I make sure to spine out her god-awful books as much as possible rather than front-face them out. We don't promote transphobic and ableist trash while my queer rear end is around. Of course, having the stereotypical free Palestine in the, in the bio, in the, in the, you know, got to have that flag in your bio. She should probably, screeching Medusa should probably head on over to Palestine and see what they say about them. Well, Rowling didn't hesitate to return fire, but instead of escalating, she minimized the troll by joking that her career is now over because checks notes one random bookstore worker claims to hide their novels. You see this? I, you know, that's it. My career is over. Now, J.K. Rowling did, you know, not include their response. But there are 164,000 likes. By the way, there's also nothing about like trans ideology or either for or against it in the Harry Potter books. It's so insane to me. You see, we agreed we wouldn't make jokes about the flag anymore, Julie. While I've learned and grown and educated myself, you clearly haven't. I'm not angry. angry. I'm just deeply disappointed. I, I, I mean, obviously, if there were only other ways you could buy the books. I mean, look, I don't want to, you know, I, I want people to support local business as long as it's financially feasible. I've always said like, hey, if the price is 10, 15% more, I, I hope people are in a position to buy local. If it's like double the price or absurdly expensive, I don't have any problem with people buying, you know, from Amazon or any of these other places. But uh, yeah, I don't think one random local bookstore selling Harry Potter books and having one random employee make them a little less hard to find is going to generate anything. This is the, this is the bookstore equivalent of self-immolating. You know, like it doesn't do anything. If what's going to happen is someone's going to come in and say, ah, oh, I really, I'm looking for that new Harry Potter book or that Harry Potter book or whatever. And they're going to pull it up in their computer and they're going to see it's in stock and they're going to go find it. Like, I absolutely love that she's on this, like, just absolutely dunking on people. Crime statistics are rendered useless if these type of attacks committed by men are recorded as female crimes. Activists are already clamoring for this sadistic individual to be locked up in a women's prison. Ideologically driven misinformation is not journalism. Nothing wrong with wanting to protect women's spaces. I support J.K. Rowling in that. Now, I, like most people, have read more than one book in my life. 
It seems like a lot of the people who are terminally upset by her have only ever read Harry Potter books. But I'm I'm here for it. I'm I'm team JK. That's a hundred percent. Uh, never going to change. I love how she riles everyone up. By the way, shout out to the king of Biltong. Good afternoon from Anton's in Roanoke, Texas. Free shipping for your Biltong with code THEQ on Biltong USA and AntonUSA.com. Biltong is the high, perfect pairing for high-protein keto and carnivore diets. 100% agree. I eat Biltong almost every single day except for when I'm out of Biltong. I wanted to talk about, I actually forgot to pull this up. If you'll allow me just a moment. Corporate accounts payable speaking, just a moment. Do they already bury it? Uh-oh, what's Google trending for? Oh, that's not what I wanted. Where are you? Oh, it already got pushed out for Pokemon. I think it was Spill C17, right? No. What was it? Bill. Yeah, it's Bill C17, right? No? There's new life in prison for hate speech law. Why can't I find it? It's kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah, here we go. This is kind of a big deal, friends. Corporate accounts payable speaking. Just a moment. All right. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about the sad end of free speech let's talk about you and me let's talk about all the good things and the bad things c63 i thought it was c17 am i wrong oh you're right it is c63 C-17 was another, was that the link tax or something like that? I want to find a video of this clown. Here you go. All right. Do, do, do. Shout out to everyone tuning in today, by the way. If it's your first time, make sure you say hi in chat. If you're enjoying the show, I'm live every day at 1 Eastern. And uh, I would really appreciate if you gave a follow down below. Trying hard to push to 200,000 followers. I'm 7,000 away. 
So if you're only watching, you're not yet following, please do consider following. Perhaps the most frightening bill, liberal bill, is now up for discussion, featuring such greatest hits as $70,000 fines and or life in prison for hate speech. You might think, this is wild. This is totally insane. Nope. It's real life, and it's called the Liberal online harms bill and it will make online hate punishable up to $70,000 and life in prison. I want to repeat that. This is an important topic because it will affect everybody. Online, the online harms bill will make online hate <clears throat> whatever that is punishable with fines up to $70,000 and or life in prison life in prison for digital words on the internet this is coming to a town near you Oftentimes when I report on things that are happening in, for example, Canada, a lot of my American viewers will tune out and, and they'll say, ah, whatever, you know, I promise you that there's drafts of this going on in America right now. The online harms bill makes online hate punishable with life in prison. I would like to know, I will take one Canadian refugee to live in my brie shed. Must be a hard worker with a strong back and have a deep knowledge of maple syrup gathering. I'm not going to put you to work in the fields farming maple syrup. I just want to have those things out of my Canadians. The federal government, government tabled its long-awaited online harms bill on Monday, which is already shaping up to be a delicate political battle over freedom of expression on the internet, while also aiming to provide more protections for kids. It's always the think of the kids. Bill 63 aims to force social media user-uploaded content and live streaming services to re reduce exposure to online content deemed harmful to strengthen the reporting of, you know, bad types of videos and to better address hate propaganda and provide recourses to victims of online hate. It also amends the criminal code to create a new standalone hate crime offense that would allow penalties up to life in prison to deter hateful conduct, as well as raise the maximum punishments for, quote, hate propaganda offenses, whatever that is, from five years to life imprisonment for advocating for genocide. Isn't that what everybody says about people who are pro-Israel? Is that, is that how they're going to use this law? I'm the father of two youngsters. 
And like parents and grandparents around Canada, I'm terrified by the dangers that lurk on the internet. Then keep your kids off the computer. It's really not that difficult. It continues. I'm also a Muslim. The hatred that festers online is radicalizing people. And that radicalization has real world impacts for my community and for so many other communities, he added. So is this just he wants Sharia law for the internet? Is that is that all this is? Like just literal Sharia law for the internet? Now, harmful content is defined in the legislation as content that incites bad behavior, that foments hate, so a meme, that also incites other bad behavior, or is used to bully a child. So if you make fun of a kid, is that, is that going to be, is that going to qualify for life in prison? The bill also creates a new digital safety commission, which will be responsible for enforcing rules and holding online services accountable, as well as another separate digital safety ombud, ombud person, ombuds person, which will support and advocate for users and make recommendations to social. So all it does is create a bunch of bureaucratic jobs in the in the honor, in the name of, think of the kids. By the way, this is the same country where people are fighting to make it okay for a 13-year-old to go and use a booth that uh, vaporizes them off the planet. Now, this legislation is mostly focused on protecting kids. Sure, I'm sure it is. But the question is, and perhaps I'm just too old and too cynical... Perhaps, but we all know that's not how it's going to get used. Look what they did to the trucker convoy. Look what they did in America to the J6 people. Online services will be forced to remove two categories of content, spicy content, communicate, fine, revenge prawn, fine. I don't care about that. And, and kid stuff, that's fine too. But that's never what these bills are all about. Like, okay, fine. If, if they were just, if the sole purpose of this bill was to get rid of, you know, these types of videos, then why does it include all this other stuff? People don't even get life in prison for, for murder. I mean, are you kidding me? You see, the Bill Amends Canadian Human Rights Act to specify that posting hate speech online is discrimination to empower people to file complaints against individuals for posting hate speech at the Human Rights Commission and to create a process for assessing hate speech complaints. Essentially, an unelected body will be the arbiters of truth.
I mean, I, 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 I don't even get, you know, when people do terrible things, most of these crimes are still catch and release. $70,000 fines for speech and life imprisonment. Are you kidding me? I, I don't even understand. I mean, the, the sad thing is, the sad thing is, this is going to be in America very soon. The way we're going, the way we're going in this country with our lackluster commitment to freedom of speech when, it, when it's in regards to one side of the political aisle over the other, the, the, the terminology around these bills, the term hate speech, for example, is a fake made-up word. It's so weaselly that essentially it can apply to anything they want you to. Anything they want it to, they can just say it's hate speech, right? It's, it's, uh, you said, you said um, there are only two genders. That's hate speech. We're going to make an example of you. $70,000 fine. Breaking Justice Minister Arif Virani, sounds super Canadian, says this bill will give Canadians more freedom of expression while establishing a digital safety commission. In order to force service providers into compliance and failures to do so will come with hefty fines. Who else thinks giving this government more power is psychotic? I mean, this is full-on communism. Most people saying, you know, how is this even legal? I don't, I don't understand it. This is not even bad. This will be used, in my opinion, to silence political dissidents. This will be used to um, go after people, for example, like Jordan Peterson. This will be used to silence anybody who might, you know, speak up against the machine. Um, and it'll be worded in such a way that it will be able to be applied with impunity whenever they wish, and no one's going to be able to question it. Because no one knows what it is, and the definition can change at any moment. It's so insane to me. Meanwhile, you know, send another $50 billion to Ukraine, I guess. But the... You know, this kind of stuff is happening all around the world. It's coming here to America. It's already being discussed here. You know? Like, I don't even know how you enforce this. It's so wild to me. I feel so bad. I mean, this this whole, they're just going back to the think of the kids crap. Think of the kids crap to just remove everybody's personal freedoms. That's what they want to do. They want to remove all your, all these people's freedoms. They want to, uh, you know, be able to squash, you know, political opponents or people that, you know, uh, you know, fight against this crap. It's wild. It's so wild. Make sure you share this video as if debanking us wasn't going to be enough.
Whoops, you said a naughty word. Enjoy. Somebody said a naughty word. Better fire up the Human Rights con uh, c Commission, which only applies to one side of the aisle. I do want to give one more shout out to this video sponsor. If you get a chance, check out this video over at chuckdefense.com slash quart, Q-U-A-R-T. Link's in the description. Chuck Norris is in his 80s and still kicking butt. Talks about a change he makes here, you know, things he did to do that. He's an 81-year-old man and has more energy than just basically everyone I know. So you can watch, click the link in the description or just head on over to chuckdefense.com slash quart. Watch this video. See what he's got going on. Shout out Chuck Norris. Did you see Monday's SCOTUS case read the Florida, Texas social media law? Kinjati Brown Jackson had some solid questions. I did not see it. I'll put the link to that video in the chat too. If you want to check it out. <clears throat> Cover the Colorado bill that got stuck in committee governing child harm. The Republicans want minimal sentences for chi child harming. The leftists refused because the offenders were victims also. What? What a weird time. What what is what is a what is a this is like an extremely weird time to be alive, isn't it? It's a very weird time to to be I mean we've got an election year coming up. We've got Canada going full authoritarian, like complete mask off authoritarian. We've got 4500 amazing people in the chat here. By the way, if you're enjoying the show, make sure you say hi in the chat. And if you haven't yet, please do click that green follow button down below. It would be amazing if we could get to 200,000. We're at 193,000. Obviously, you know, the 7,000 gap isn't all in here, but if you're not following, it would help. And if you want to support the channel, you can join the basement. There's a button here that says the basement, or you can see, enjoy this video, join my locals. There's an exclusive chat going on over in Locals right now with Zex, Mickey Knox, Raven Black Dove, Julie, Jeremy, and others. It's five bucks a month. You get the occasional members-only video from me, but you also get access to the members-only chat during every stream. Hi to Swuff Zex. It's five bucks a month. If you're in a position to support that would be absolutely amazing. If you do the annual, it's you get two months free. But you don't have to do annual. You could do five months, you know, or five bucks a month. Less than a cup of coffee. Hopefully today will be the day you do that. Come on over. Go on over to the basement and say hi. They want to see you. They would like to hear from you.
I was excited about this final, this new coming Final Fantasy game, but it looks like we've got full-on censorship going on in that game too, and the, all the usual, like all the usual suspects, are trying to pretend like, oh, it's just creeps that wanna, it's just creeps that wanna look at boobs. You know, it's not a big deal. Well. Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is a game that a lot of people bought, just released an 8 gigabyte update to remove this tiny bit of cleavage. You see how they added a black shirt? 8 gigabyte update for that. Now, there are weirdos that are saying like, oh, well, this is a flashback and she was younger and that's why they added it. It's not like you can even see anything. It's not like, you're, it's not like there's side boob or something. It's not like there's, I mean, it's not like there's side boob or anything like that. So what, what happens every time they do this, Right. 8 gigabyte update for this. If it's frozen, refresh. <clears throat> and for me, I'll just be done. I'm just not going to buy the game. And people will say, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Why do you care? Blah, 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 blah. Well, you're right. It isn't that big a deal. You're right. It isn't that big a deal. It really isn't. It's not that big a deal. And it's also not a big deal to just not buy the game. So weirdo pro censorship people will say like, oh, you just want to jerk off to cartoon video game characters or oh, that you're kind of weirdo. not that big a deal is it frozen <sighs> it's very weird to me right the salty cheese if it's not a big deal then why are you covering it up Right? Okay. If it's not a big deal, then why are you covering it up? And they could never answer that, right? So they'll say, oh, aren't you the guy that always complains about video game boobs? And it's like, well, I have critiqued video game boobs once or twice in my life. But also, let me point out, let me point out that if it's not a big deal, then why are you changing it? If it's not a big deal, why are you why are you editing it in the first place? An eight gigabyte update to add a black shirt underneath for what? You can't even see anything. Like it's not like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out mass bastard unfuckable women who hate fun have been updated from a modern audience 
Uh, Mighty Megatron, I beat my meat any time to Tifa rather than having real sex with a liberal Kool-Aid-haired ox ring Birkenstock fuckly feminazi. <laughs> okay. Did you see the WF is trying to make you pay a tax for pets on the planet? Oh, yeah, I saw that. I don't even know, like, I don't even know what they're censoring out. And then so, again, predictably, people will be like, oh, man, babies absolutely losing their mind because it's like, no, it's, it's just really not that big a deal. I'll just not buy the game. It's not that big a deal. Right? You're right. It isn't a big deal. I'll buy a game that isn't worried about a tiny bit of cleavage. I'll play a game that isn't doing that. And it doesn't even have to be... It doesn't even have to be like hot women in the video game. It's just if a company is spending money on this crap, then I'm just not spending money with them. I'm not losing sleep over it. I'm not a set of, I'm not upset about it. You know? It just is what it is. <laughs> the same people that pretend this is a nonsense thing are posting thirst traps of when the men are shirtless, you know? I can't think of a single remake that was better than the original. I think that was the last story I had for today. Other than mentioning, did you get the Veebs app? Have you been using it? If you haven't yet, get the Veebs app. And then when it asks you to confirm the, the code on your phone, use code 4444 and they'll give you a free trial. I use it all the time to scan brands right in my own cabinet. I keep a list of woke versus non-woke companies, companies that don't hate me. And each and every day, there's just like a little change I make, a brand I don't buy anymore. And by the end of a long period of time, you're no longer spending any money with companies that hate you. It's incredibly powerful. That veebsapp.com or just search for veebs in your phone and use promo code 4444. The same whiners who complain about the AI that closed thoughts are saying it's no big deal. Hypocritical rejects. Yeah, exactly, right? Right. Grab that Veebs app if you haven't yet. Check out that Chuck Defense video in the description. I'm going to get to work on editing all of today's standalone videos. Rumble already has four uploaded that you can watch, and I think I've got two more coming. And uh, we'll be back in 22 hours to discuss all of the rest of today's new news and whatever news is tomorrow. So I hope to see you at 1 Eastern right back here on this same channel. Rumble.com slash C as in Charlie slash the quartering built on guide. The Q is not working for my order. Promo code the Q is not working. Uh-oh. Email him maybe. I don't know if he's still in the chat. I'll let the stream stay for a little bit. Otherwise, we'll see you guys tomorrow.